0: If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Russ Tucker and Steve Fezik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. Week three in the NFL preseason means we are only two weeks away from week one in the NFL regular season. Looking forward to hearing from my buddy Fez, Steve Fezik, at Fezik Sports on Twitter about his bets that he's really into for week three of the preseason, the ones he likes the most. He has been on a roll in the preseason, Steve. And also, Steve, any bets that people should get in right now, now before the line moves for week one. We are presented by BetOnline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast with the best odds and fast Payouts, I mentioned Steve, the only two time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling out there in Vegas, getting more and more emails from folks that are taking advantage of our sponsors and sending me ross at ross com the email questions, which is great. hopefully we can get to one or two today if we can't we'll get to a bunch next week because we will be joined by Dave Mason from bet online he'll actually tell us. What's going on with all of the different lines? And we'll dive into McGregor and Mayweather a little bit. Got to do it, right? It's a huge, huge fight. I should probably introduce myself for some of the new listeners. Uh, Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Got a bunch of different podcasts, fantasy, college draft, Ross Tucker football podcast. You can check me out on social media. Pretty much everywhere. It's at Ross Tucker NFL is where you can find me. Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. The whole deal. Anyway, I can't wait any longer. Got to know what you think of preseason week three here, Steve, as well as bets that people need to make this week. Let's start with preseason week three, Steve. We've got a couple games tonight. Are there any week three preseason games that you feel really strongly about are pretty good bets? I know you've been on a roll preseason. I've been following you on Twitter. You've been killing it in the preseason. Anything this weekend starting tonight that you really like?
1: I love preseason week two, back in 0 one teams against 1-0 teams. There's a lot of trends that work. Preseason week three is more difficult, I'm more selective, but i got to tell you, Ross, I love the New England Patriots to beat the Detroit Lions here week three. How often do you get the Patriots off back-to-back losses? They could have won both those games. didn't happen against Jacksonville. And then the end game against a very motivated Houston Texan team, they lost in the red zone, were in position to win. You know Belichick. He just likes to win. He's got a good preseason record historically. The Lions are 2-0 and in preseason. Well, they played Indy and they played the Jets. Those are the two worst teams in the NFL when Andrew Luck's not on the field. So that's why they're 2-0. and I think lay it with New England. They'll get the win week three.
0: Got it. Any other week three bets, or is that, is that your one go-to this week?
1: That's my one go-to. If you want more action on Saturday, I tell you, the Jets – with their rookie quarterbacks, their young quarterbacks. The Giants, no Beckham, I think under 39 for a total here in Week 3 as well.
0: Let's get to Week 1 lines, um, Steve. I, I know that there are some lines that you feel really strongly about that are going to be moving and that people need to get on on, get in on it now.
1: Yeah, we've talked about some of these before. You know, One thing I did want to mention, the Atlanta-Chicago game, Sets up pros versus Joes completely. Dave Mason mentioned about all the money coming in on Atlanta, um, but that's all public money. The big boys are going to bet Chicago plus seven, but that's not going to move until post. So no real hurries on that. Where there is a hurry, I really think Philadelphia is going to go off the favorite against Washington. I would get down on Philly right now. The very next game in the rotation order, Arizona is an underdog at Detroit. Again, Arizona is the clearly better team. I would get down on that one as well. One more, and they're all in order and rotation order, Tennessee Titans. Love the Tennessee Titans. Wrong team is favored. Oakland's still favored. I would pop Tennessee. They're going to go off the favorite as well.
0: Got it. I love it. I, so, And that's so much value to know that now, to place the bets now, before the lines actually start moving. You mentioned the Jets here in preseason week three. What about just the Jets this season? I saw a pretty, uh, pretty bold prediction on your Twitter today.
1: Yeah, I, I think the Jets are clearly tanking. They've, they're watching that the Philadelphia 76ers are favored to make the playoffs next year, and they're like, hmm, this looks like a viable business plan. Let me trust the process and get Darnold or a really good quarterback by losing all my games this year. My bold prediction is that the Jets are going 1-15, the NFL will not be happy, and they will implement an NBA-style lottery after this year to prevent exactly what the Jets are doing this year.
0: Wow, that would be that would be interesting because if you do that, then you know, you, and and I think that that's a a legitimate possibility because I think even more so than just to discourage people from tanking because it really doesn't discourage it. You know, I mean. They still do it in the NBA, so it doesn't really discourage it. If anything, it acknowledges that it's a real thing. Um, but, you know, it, I, I think the one thing that they would like about it, Steve, is that it would be another made-for-TV event. You know, you have that in February or something. People would love that, you know? So I think that, that might be the part of it that the NFL loves. It's, um, it's an interesting idea, to be sure. Speaking of interesting... This Bet Online deal, Steve, is awesome. We're going to talk to Dave Mason momentarily. But Bet Online, you use promo code EVEN MONEY on your first deposit to score a 50% welcome bonus worth up to $2,500 in sportsbook free plays when you go to betonline.ag and use promo code EVEN MONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. Even Money and BetOnline.ag. Make sure you use the code Even Money for people that aren't familiar, Steve, with the bonus and how that works—the welcome bonus. What would you recommend? How should they go about it?
1: Yeah. So typically, a bonus if you make a straight bet on a team. Let's say you bet the Chicago Bears plus seven with a hundred-dollar bonus, you would have a free bet where you put the hundred dollars on the Bears, and if it wins, you get hundred dollars. And if it loses, you just lose your bonus. If you win half the time, it's worth 50 cents on the dollar. If, you're, if you can do it, what I like to do is to take a big underdog because that bonus money, you're really risking nothing to make whatever the bonus is. So I would look towards playing a money line. And the example I give, I'd play the Chicago Bears on the money line here and get like a plus 300 payout on your bonus money. You get more bang for your buck. It's the one time that playing big underdogs and even parlays – is more advantageous mathematically with that free play bonus.
0: Excellent, excellent point. Let's hear what Dave has to say about NFL win totals week one, as well as the McGregor Mayweather fight. Speaking of bet online, as I promised, and as he will join us about once a month throughout the season to give us the, the lowdown from the other side of the table. I was, Thoroughly intrigued a month ago when Dave and Steve were talking. Some of it was over my head, but I was still interested and learning. We got Dave Mason from betonline.ag, the official sponsor of the Even Money podcast. You know, we were just talking NFL, Dave, so let's start there. Um, You know, Steve has some, some preseason bets. He also has some bets that he feels like folks need to make before the lines start moving. Since we spoke a month ago, just curious, why don't we start with the win totals? Where have you seen the most movement or the most money coming in on in terms of season-long win totals so far?
2: Yeah, Um. well, you know, where, where the most money is or the most bets is kind of different because, you know, the Sharps will bet. You know, we, we can have something where it's 80% of the bets are on one side, but, you know, uh, 80% of the money's on the other side because the sharps are hitting it for the limit, whereas the public is hitting it for smaller bets. But you know, I'll share some sharp stuff with you guys. Um, and, and the sharp stuff moves the number a lot more than the public stuff, especially on something like a season win total. So yeah the Pat's under 12 and a half at plus money. The sharps are on that. On that, hard to believe people are anti-pats on anything after last year. But the sharps are on the under twelve and a half at at plus money. Anything plus money that's currently twelve and a half at even. The Colts, this one got a little wacky um, before all the news on luck came out. Sharps are on the under eight and a half at plus one forty, down to plus one thirty. Then after the luck news, uh, they they. They bet it still under at plus 100, and that's currently down to eight under minus 125. Uh, Kansas City under nine and a half at plus 100 through minus 115. That is down to nine over under nine wins at minus 110. The Cardinals under eight and a half plus 115. That is now plus 100. And the Chargers. I think we spoke last podcast, and I think Steve agreed that the Chargers are a very sharp bet just about everywhere. Uh, over seven wins, they bet it at minus one thirty and minus one forty, and now that is over seven and a half minus one forty. So uh, those are the sharp, the sharper season win totals has he noticed that the sharps like to bet those unders i think four out of the five i listed were unders so that that's usually a trend we see from the sharp guys they're, they're usually betting unders because the public's usually betting the overs
0: Yeah, steve you always say you you always lean under right
1: i lean under because with the new overtime rules of the 10 minutes there's not enough wins to go around the average should be like 7.85 if you normalize the vig It's more like 8.1 because the books know the public's going to bet over, bet on their teams, so they exploit the bettors by shading the numbers, at least initially, higher. I will say this about the sharp sides and the sharp money. What was sharp need not be sharp today if it was sharp two weeks ago. I'll use an example of the Chargers. I agreed 100% three weeks ago that Chargers over seven, even over seven and a half, very sharp. Anyone who's watched what happened the last two weeks knows that there's going to be a complete reversal in the marketplace. Everything is going wrong for the Chargers, including them losing their top two draft picks to injuries, and they're just not ready to go under their new head coach.
0: Yeah, what about, Dave, uh, week one line movement? What, what have you seen so far in week one? Um, you know, any lines moving? I know since we last spoke, there have been some other injuries, some other quarterback news certainly the Zeke Elliott decision. What have you seen so far for the week one lines? Does it mirror some of the things you already told us about the season win total stuff?
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's still, the thing is we, we, uh, you know, we move the lines more off the sharp action than the public action, especially this early. Cause you know what? 95%, at least probably 98% of the action still to come in. So Unless sharps are hitting these early early numbers, we're not going to move it too much. Uh, you know, off our early early openers. Uh, that the public, I'll give you some public plays. The Patriots, of course, especially after last year, sixty percent of the actions on the Patriots over the Chiefs. That one, that one moved. I think we opened that uh, six and a half. That's up the Patriots are now minus seven and a half, minus one twenty. So. And we're seeing where that one's going. It's going to be rooting against the, the, the Patriots week one already. <laughs> we're having bad flashbacks about them last year. Falcons, they're a big bet. 80% of the bets are on the Falcons over the Bears. Bears are currently getting seven. Bills, 64% over the Jets. Jets are getting plus six and a half. Um, yeah, so, so you know, they're as you can see, they're fading those bad teams like the Bears and the Jets. So. Yeah, yeah. so like I said, 98% of the action is still yet to come in. There's a little sh- sharps nibble a little bit here again, but that super sharp action is still yet to come When once those limits raise and they can get down not only with us but other books and, and PPH places and credit and that kind of stuff. That's when the numbers really start flying and the sharps really start betting into them.
0: Steve, you can usually ask better questions to Dave than I can, so I want to at least give you one on the NFL stuff before we get to McG- uh, McGregor and Mayweather.
1: Yeah, my question, I never really agreed with the idea of the super sharps. I agree that the very biggest bettors wait because they don't want to tip their hands and they want to get down 10 dimes, not two dimes on games in the NFL. But I don't agree with the model, frankly, that they follow because my take has been why would you not bet it if you know it's going to move anyways? And I'll give an example, maybe two, I'll, I'll list three. Well, let me list two games that I think are very clear cut philly washington i think all the sharps are high in philly and they're down on washington i know that bet online has finally moved that game to pick them uh still has washington the favorite minus a dollar 25 but that line was two and a half forever arizona detroit that line was two forever now it's down to one i'm confident that the road teams the philly and arizona are going to go off as the favorites and so dave sounds like you're taking a sprinkling of action but um I know guys don't want to tip their hands, but it does it's irrelevant to me because people to, the the marketplace is gonna tip it for them. Those are the sides that are gonna to continue to get that.
2: No, I, I agree one hundred percent and I, I tell you the truth, I can never figure that out either. Like you said, you can still get down for 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 a decent amount and plus we have something like that called rebet functionality. I mean these guys, even though the limits aren't as high right now, you know, they're in dime or whatever, they can still bet that dime over and over again every sixty seconds. Um so I mean, they can they can get down for ten grand in ten minutes if they if they wanted to. Of course, we're gonna know what they're betting into, and we're gonna hopefully be quick on the dr- trigger and uh, move those odds accordingly.
1: Hey Ross, I want to get, chime in. To, yeah, go ahead. To the rebet functionality feature, this is huge. I can't tell you as a as a pro better how frustrating it is to me. I like a game. Maybe there's a nickel limit. That's fine. I bet five hundred dollars. Then. 15 minutes go by and they just ignore me. They didn't move the, the line. They want more action. Fine. And then I go to rebet it. And you know what it says? You've exceeded your maximum bet on this wager. You cannot wager on it until the line has moved. And it's so frustrating as a better. And I love that rebet idea that, hey, give the book a minimal amount of time to adjust the line. They see the max bet. You can't pop it twice in five seconds. After that time, let them bet it again. I love that with Bet Online.
2: Yeah, we're, we're, we kind of put our, you know, we kind of put our, it, it's about, Hey, we we understand and the sharps understand it, right? It's all about the number. That's what a lot of public don't understand. That it's about the number. They just think, you know, it's the Eagles are the sharp player, the Falcons are the sharp player, whatever. But no, it's it's the might be the Falcons minus seven minus one ten, but minus one fifteen might not be sharp. That, that 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 number might be sharp, not be sharp. So it's about us moving that number, and we actually want that intel, you know, what I mean? we want to know where that sharp number is when they're going to stop betting, so that. That helps us win more in the long run with when the more recreational crowd starts piling in. So, yeah, our guys have to be up, you know, up to the game, too. Like we had that example, some kind of it, we take it in the tail a little bit because last week we had I forget what the bet was. Oh, we opened the college football totals. And yes, we opened them for for lower limits. I think they're about a nickel um, low. But that person could bet the nickel over and over again. And the person bet it 10 times in a row. I forget what game it was, but he kept betting it every minute ten times in a row, and one of our guys was kind of asleep at the wheel, and he should have been moving it because this was a respected account, but he didn't move it, and so now this guy has whatever, five grand on a a real good number. He bet the under when it should have moved three points, so – um 99% of the time our guys are on top of it and they're moving it but sometimes somebody will sneak it through like that but but yeah the sharps love it the big bettors love it even big recreational bettors love it who you know want to get more down on than
0: 1000 or 10,000 or 25,000 whatever come and get it. Let's get into the fight Dave. I've been dying oh, yeah. to hear your thoughts on the fight. I got to be honest with you. I'm very intrigued by it but I watched the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. I almost fell asleep and I said I'm I'm not putting any more time into Mayweather to watch him. You know, he's brilliant with what he does, but I don't watch a fight for him to make dudes miss and not actually hit anybody or maybe tap them. It's like I'm not into it. I'm certainly not paying the money for it. But I know a lot of money is pouring in on it. What's the latest here two days before fight time? Oh man,
2: this this is such an event, and you know, you know what, you know. Me, too, every time I watch Mayweather fight. You know, I, I like boxing, and I can respect his strategy and the defensive mind of him. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, there's not a lot of blood and guts and knockout in this fight. So they, they are somewhat boring, unless you're one of those 100% boxing purists. But I'll be sucked into it again Saturday night. I'll be watching it. I mean, it's such a unique event. Uh, the, the number's been going down. People, Everybody's been bit, betting Connor up until the last few days. That, that number has gone down so much. We opened it. We opened McGregor like minus 2,000, I think, take back plus 1,200 McGregor. And right away, everybody's piling in on the dog because that's how betters usually, uh, the public usually bets on fights. They're usually betting on that nice plus money. Uh, but the number's gone down, and it's gone down a lot farther than I ever envisioned it going. We bought bottomed out at minus 450 the other day. And then I think Tuesday, the Sharps started nibbling on Mayweather. So they started hitting it at 450, then we went up to 460 and they hit that. So a lot more people, not only the sharps, but a lot more, you know, the Mayweather betters are waiting. They knew, and we saw this coming a mile away, that that number would keep coming down. If you're if you're betting McGregor, bet it early. If you're betting Mayweather, bet it late. And now it's going back up. Now it's Mayweather minus 515. So yeah, this earlier this week it was minus 450. And now he's up to minus 515. And the McGregor. Number is now up to plus 400. So, so much action is coming in on this. It's it's just that we've already blown away the Pacquiao Mayweather numbers from a couple years ago, which were off the charts, too. This is going to be the second biggest betting event of the year after the Super Bowl. Uh, there's more bets on Conor McGregor right now with two days of uh, action yet to come in than any other single bet this year actually in the history of bet online there's more single bets on Connor McGregor now than any other single bet in the history of bet online so it's it's nuts all sorts of action coming in
0: Steve your thoughts on the fight
2: yeah and I'm gonna do a line forecast for you
1: how good is it to be the bookmaker so I know McGregor you took a few bets at 10 to one but the vast majority of the bets you took on McGregor are, are in the plus 425 range around there so now Bet Online has the lowest number I see on the screen in faraway places, minus five fifteen. I think it's gonna close minus six hundred. Every MMA boxing expert says this fight should be twenty to one, not five to one. But I think Bet is giving you a bargain right now because correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, you're perfectly happy with your earn. I know you got more McGregor money right now. People want to lay that five fifteen and you got all that plus four twenty five exposure and you'll take your eighty cent earn even though it sounds like you think that uh, Mayweather, I think Mayweather, is an outstanding value.
2: Oh, I still think, yeah, you're, you're 100% correct. I mean, May, Mayweather is value. I mean, at minus 515, the guy's 49-0, and 0, the best best boxer of our, of our time um, against a guy who has a 0-0 record. That guy's never stepped in the ring. Hey, Conor McGregor's a great MMA fighter, but this is a, an entirely different sport. I mean, you're talking minus 515 against, against a guy who's never boxed before. Um, and this is this number is just all driven on the public on the insane amount of money that's come in on McGregor. I mean, how how you work it? I mean, sure, we'd like to have the cojones that say, you know what, we think the number should be minus two thousand. Let's hang it. But <laughs> you see, you start seeing our exposure, it's like okay, some risk management has to come into effect here. You got to lower that, and you gotta you gotta let the sharps hit it just to get some buyback. You know, the guys have a conversation. Will, on something this big, you know, the Super Bowl or whatever, the guys upstairs, they have a conversation. Okay, how much liability do we want on, on, on the team that the public loves? And, you know, it starts getting that number, and it's okay. Well, even though we respect our number and we, we respect what we do, we still got to lower it. And, and that's what happened here. I mean, and that's what happened to every book in the world for this fight. I, I mean, it should be minus 2,000 or even higher. But it's this low because every book on planet Earth is so exposed on Conor McGregor money, and we need Floyd Mayweather money, whether it's sharp, public, whatever. We got to balance the books a little bit, so that's why that number's so low. But it is creeping back up as more Mayweather money comes in, as the sharps sharps start to bite.
0: I guess, Dave. Um, my last question. We appreciate the time always. You know, there's a lot of people that um, have serious doubts about the legitimacy of the fight and they wonder if it's scripted or they wonder if Floyd would throw the fight and all kinds of things. I guess my question is, what safeguards are in place for you guys at Bet Online or any of the sports books if something like that were to take place? Well, I
2: mean, you know, the fight's the fight. Uh, You're going to grade it. Whoever wins is going to be the winner. It could be the winning bet, and whoever loses is going to be the losing bet. Now, if there's some kind of shenanigans down the road or whatever, all bets stand. You know, you got to think for every loser, there's a winner. So um, I, I can't see that. You know, every time you see a big boxing match, you hear, you heard the same stuff about Pacquiao Mayweather, that there was going to be some tomfoolery or, or is going to be fixed or rigged or whatever. The way I see I mean, Mayweather, he's 49-0. and He needs one win to become the the to break Rocky Marciano's record and become 50, you know, the only boxer to do that. I mean, his legacy is at stake here. If he loses, A, that perfect record, the best record ever, and he loses it to a guy who's never even stepped in the ring, I mean, his stock goes down exponentially. I don't care about a rematch, how much money they can make on a rematch. I mean, how much money he can make on his own marketing is going to go down so much to to losing his perfect record, losing the Rocky Marciano record. And losing to a guy that's zero and zero inside the boxing ring, he he, he would lose so much more. Um, I just don't see it, man. It, it's gonna it's gonna be a fight. I mean, it might be a boring. I don't even think it'd be a boring fight because I think Connor's gonna come at him and Mayweather's just gonna pick him apart. And I, I even though Mayweather doesn't knock a lot of guys out anymore, I think it's definitely in play here. You know, he's going up a guy that's never boxed before, and I think jab, 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 overhand right, and Connor's gonna be a bloody mess and suck him for air. That's how I see it. We'll see,
0: Dave. Always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for giving us the other side of the uh, the other side of the docket. It's, it's enlightening.
2: Awesome, guys! A lot of fun. Talk to you soon. Yeah.
0: Yep. Dave is awesome, Steve. I love it. He's hired for to join us every month to kind of give us the other side of the table. I love that. Speaking of hired, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? I do ZipRecruiter. I got a couple small businesses I'm involved in, three or four really at this point. I know that hiring people is tough. And honestly, when you only have a few employees, it's vital and it's expensive and it's time consuming. ZipRecruiter fixes all that. It's different. You can post your job to 100 plus job sites with a single click. Find out today. Why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash even. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash even. One more time to try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash even. And go. you can go there right now because that'll do it for a beastly edition of the Even Money podcast. Next week, we will have a different special guest. Hopefully, he's scheduled for right now. And we're going to get to some of your email questions, and a lot of them should be awesome. Keep the email questions coming by keeping signing up on our sponsors Better Online, Zip Recruiter. Whoever, SeatGeek, any other thing over at RossTucker.com. Check out Steve on Twitter at FezicSports. You know where I'm at at Ross Tucker NFL. Everywhere on social media, iTunes rankings and comments really help this time of year for this podcast. Thank you so much to spread the word for people that want a gambling podcast. This is where it's at. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.